Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, Toronto writer and commentator. Twice a week, I offer my take on the world, from craven politics and unchecked ambition to secret sauces, bitter loss, and fist-pumping redemption. The stories to live by. Quirky, high-style, tear-jerking, funny ha-ha, sometimes funny peculiar. My tales don't walk down the sidewalk and browse in the windows. They sneak into alleyways and come out onto different worlds. Alex Brown narrates each mini-podcast to bring to your ears what you see with your eyes in my twice-a-week blogs. And now, today's episode of Ramsey Writes. Would you all please just go away? Written by Bob Ramsey. Getting things fantastically wrong is a specialty of mine. Years ago, I was at a big luncheon in the Royal York Hotel and spotted a friend from years back across the crowd of many hundreds. Her face hadn't changed, but as I drew closer, I could see she'd cut her hair down to her scalp. How are you? I gushed. What did you do with your hair? I have a brain tumor, she replied. Really, I said. So, do you know Jane Lansing? She had a brain tumor and she cut her hair like you, too. She replied slowly between gritted teeth. No, I don't know Jane Lansing. The sinking feeling I then had matched what many must have felt when we heard tennis star Naomi Osaka refuse to do media interviews after playing in the French Open last weekend. It turned out it wasn't because she's a diva, as we might cruelly feel about the best-paid female athlete in the world who made $55 million last year. It was because she's depressed. In fact, as she tweeted out on Monday, she suffered long bouts of depression since 2018, when she beat Serena Williams to win the U.S. Open. She's also an introvert and suffers huge anxiety in front of the cameras. The organizers of the French Open, the Grand Slams and Pro Tennis all fell over themselves in apologizing for finding her $15,000 when she announced she wouldn't do post-game interviews. This even though they tried repeatedly to contact her and failed, and she's contractually obligated to turn up for these interviews. But contracts and back-channel negotiations both got swept away in what has become a stunning new normal around how we talk about mental illness. The past few days have seen a frenzy of comment on what Naomi's story means for women, for women athletes, for pro tennis, for sponsors like Nike who rush to support her, for the sports media, for people with depression, and for the billions of us the world over who identify with athletes at the top of their game, no matter what their sport. The fact that this story, which really isn't all that big, has spread so far and so fast, is a sign that mental illness is not only out of the closet and becoming something that we can all feel more comfortable talking about, it's walked down the stairs, onto the front lawn, and is driving the bus. In years past, a very few pro athletes have haltingly spoken out about their battles with anxiety and depression. The world didn't hear them that well. Back then, the view was... Of course your work is high pressure. What do you expect? You're a pro athlete, for heaven's sakes. Besides, you get paid a fortune. So just suck it up, buttercup. But that's all changed. And what I find most extraordinary about the change is its speed. The epidemic-like spread of this story, 
which is wrapped in a revolution in the meaning of fairness and obligation, has happened in just the past year. I'd bet that if Naomi Osaka said she was boycotting press briefings before the pandemic, the world would have tut-tutted and the story would be a two-day wonder. But because the pandemic brought anxiety and depression into all of our homes for all of us to experience up close, and because the COVID pandemic is readying us all for a second pandemic of mental illness coming this fall to a psyche near you, when a 23-year-old Japanese-American superstar says, I can't go on because I'm depressed, millions of us reply in a way we never would have dared think of doing before. I hear you. I've been there. This is not just a good thing. It is a great, long, overdue, and open the windows and scream hallelujah thing. The most amazing part of it is, if you're looking for how the world will change after the pandemic, the story of Naomi Osaka is proof that it already has. Today's Ramsey Writes was read by Alex Brown. For more information on Bob Ramsey, his work, and all the other things he does besides writing, go to RamseyInc.com. That's R-A-M-S-A-Y-I-N-C dot com.